Hawkeye Jimmy here. <laughs> Episode number three of the podcast. Trying to get things rolling here just a little bit on a Friday night before another big game day. Um, still a little bit disappointed with last week's loss, but it's, it's you know, hopefully the guys turned the page a long time ago and realized if they went out, they're have a heck of a season. And they're going to be playing in the championship if they went out too. So... Talk a little bit about the Hawkeyes and uh, what we have coming up this week, what we're looking for. First of all, from the quarterback position, Spencer Petras. Um, he had a little bit of jitters last week. He he looked really good at times, and he threw some good balls that maybe could have been caught that weren't. He overthrew some guys. He had a little bit too much juice going uh, a lot of the time, and, and over overthrows were a bit of an issue, but... You know, first time out, I think he did well enough to win if it wasn't for the the 10 penalties for 100 yards and two red zone turnovers, the Hawkeyes would have gotten a win. So hopefully he'll settle down a little bit this week and uh, be a little bit more more comfortable in the pocket. And I hope they, they get him going early and he starts hitting, getting into rhythm and, and starting to spread it out to the wide receivers more. Brandon Smith, I was really impressed with some of his third down catches that he had. Make sh- he made sure he got it to the sticks, and that was good. Want to see more? Tyrone Tracy had the underneath catch last week. Uh, Sam Laporta from the tight end position had a heck of a game, and he's he's just looking to be another really good Iowa tight end. And Sean Byer was in there as well, and and had a catch, and and should have had more. I think there was one pass that that. Wasn't very good, uh, aimed his way. So, um, and then, man, we really need Amir Smith Marset, ISM buddy. He's got to get going this week. And I don't know what the deal was last week. It just something wasn't quite clicking there. And uh, hopefully, whether you know a return gets him going or they get him some passes early on. And and he makes some plays and just starts getting into the rhythm because we really need him to be a playmaker. He was one of the guys that I was most looking forward to this season and still am. And then Nico Regani, uh, he's he's he picked up where he left off last year and had a really good game. Now from the running back side, Tyler Goodson, T. Good. I mean that guy just looks explosive. He's so good out of the backfield. Uh, look for him to have another big game running the football as well as catching it out of the backfield. Makai, you know, he had the big turnover late in the game last week, but man, he was running the ball well too. I, I mean, numbers wise, he he had over seventy yards and was was having a great game. So uh, he just has to clean that up a little bit. And then Ivory Kelly Martin, I think, really showed some promise as well. It's great to have three guys in there that can rotate in if they're all going to be productive. Monty Potabom had a had a good game at, at fullback, so uh, just a sophomore there. Uh, Keith Duncan, I don't want to see him on the field a whole lot. I want to see him kicking uh, kicking off a lot this week. I don't want to see him out there kicking field goals. Um, I want to see him kicking a lot of extra points and and kickoffs, um, and maybe a field goal or two would be good as well. But what a great player he is. And then on the offensive line, I don't think there's any changes from last week. Larrick, Cole Banwart, uh, Linderbaum, center, Kyler Schott. Kallenberger is backing him up. I think you're going to see him rotating in and playing some guard. And then Coy Cronk, the starting right tackle. And 
behind him now the the redshirt freshman from Pella, Iowa, Nick DeYoung. So so that's that's pretty cool to see to see him in there as well. On the defensive side, Chauncey Golston, it's you know he had a good game last week, but really want to see him get in there and get a lot of pressure and and get some sacks. Same with Joe Evans when he comes in. Uh, you know, he can be a really d- disruptive guy. He's fast. Davion Nixon, I thought, had a great game last week. Um, look forward to seeing his continued energy out there on the field. Jack Heflin, um, he's starting uh, this week. And, and, you know, I'm ready for him to step up. He's going to be playing his dream game. He, he is, he's a true blue Iowa Hawkeye, transferred in from northern Illinois and loves being a Hawkeye. So look for him to have a big game this week. And backing him up is Dallas Jacobus. Uh, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, actually, but uh, I don't think I've seen him in the two deeps here. Uh, I remember reading his name uh, here and there as a, as a recruit, and, and I know he's played some, but that's interesting. And then Zach Van Valkenburg and John Wagner now are listed on the right end. Got uh, Barrington Wade and Dane Belton. And the interesting thing about the Leo and Cash position this week is Northwestern, typically you'd pretty much have your Cash. Dane Belton would be out there at Cash pretty much all game. Sounds like Northwestern is playing a lot more 21 and 12 uh, sets. They're they're playing double tight ends. They're playing fullback. Um, things that they haven't done in the past. They've pretty much been a spread team. Um, they're also doing a lot of up-tempo play. So, uh, I mean, we're not going to have a lot of time to substitute. So it's something to watch in this game. I guess they, they were snapping the ball with about 20 seconds left a lot of times uh, in the game last week and had Maryland kind of on their heels. Of course, that is Maryland, but I won't go into that right now. Um, interesting, too, to see... You know, we've got Matt Hankins, um, Nick Neiman, I guess, is going to be middle linebacker. Seth Benson might get in there. He was he was out last week. It'd be good to see see what he can do in the middle. And then Justin Jacobs. Looks like Justin Jacobs is going to play, and everybody's been excited to see him. He was a, an exciting recruit to get. He's put on the, the weight needed to get out there. So um, that'll be interesting. Hankins, left corner. Um, Dane Belton's going to play some safety, maybe uh, – Kevon Merriweather as well, Jack Corner at free safety, and then uh, Riley Moss and and Terry Roberts at the other corner. So, uh, oh, and I need to mention Tory Taylor, the punter uh, from Melbourne, Australia. He was booming it this past week, so that was exciting to see a punter with that kind of skills um, for the Hawkeyes and and really, really just. You know, hitting some fifty-plus yarders that weren't returnable, even uh, also because they were kicked so 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 much hang time. So that was awesome. Um, kickoff returns, of course, Amira Smith Marset. Punt returns, Charlie Jones. He did a good job last week. Got some some decent returns, so that was good. And then we've got Austin Spiewak snapping it, and then uh, Ryan Grisande, the the holder. So I'm looking forward to see what Iowa can do in week two. They, they've typically been a team that, you know, week one is usually a bit of a roller coaster, and we're usually not playing 
as good of a team as Purdue. Not that Purdue is is anything awesome in my opinion, but but they didn't get you know they they didn't have the practice that they normally have. They didn't have the spring ball, and then they got thrown in there with Purdue. Should have won. A couple of rough turnovers, ten penalties. You're you're not going to win that way. And then. On Northwestern side, you look at their two deeps. It's uh, interesting. There's there's some familiar names. It looks like you know they have some se- three senior wide receivers uh, that they list as starters. So a lot of experience from those guys. Left tackle, true freshman Peter Skaronsky. So that's uh, I mean that's pretty impressive to have a. Uh, true freshman starting either that or you know it's something to watch maybe um, you know hopefully that's going to mean that that Chauncey Golston is getting in there making some plays um, the main thing with with Northwestern is the quarterback Peyton Ramsey uh, he transferred from Indiana he started 20 some games at Indiana and then he was chosen to not be the starter. So uh, he, he transferred to Northwestern, who he was really interested in, in, in playing for in high school as, as a recruit, but chose Indiana instead. And now he's at Northwestern, and he's a winner. I mean, he's won a lot of games for them. So, I mean, that's going to be a challenge. And then Isaiah Bowser, uh, the junior uh, at running back, has had a lot of, of success there as well. On the defensive side, you know, they, the main thing to, to mention there is Patty Fisher, the linebacker. He's one of the best linebackers in the nation. I think he's going to be playing on Sundays next year. Um, but they have a lot of seniors. I mean, they have about six or seven seniors. I think seven seniors on their, on their defense starting. So a lot of experience there. All right, so let's let's wrap that up and just say we've got a big game tomorrow. We can't the Iowa Hawkeyes cannot start it out 0 and 2. A win tomorrow kind of resets everything, gets everything going in a positive in a positive way. I think that the Hawkeyes are going to come out and uh, do a better job of of staying away from penalties, going to do a better job of protecting the football, and are going to come out on the winning end. Um, that, was the big, that was the big thing last week, uh, the, the turnovers and the penalties. Without those, Iowa wins that game pretty easily. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I was looking just out of curiosity because I know Iowa has a, a big advantage over Northwestern in wins and losses over the, I can't remember how many times they've played, 80 times or something like that. But yeah, the, you know, Fitzpatrick has been there. This is, this is his 15th year, and I think he is 8-6 and six against the Hawkeyes since he's been at Northwestern. So we need to, we need to get that turned around. We need to get it uh, slowly back over up to and then over 500 uh, against Fitzpatrick. So... Hawkeyes with a win tomorrow at Kinnick Stadium. It's going to be emotional watching. No fans in the stadium, which is disappointing because Northwestern's 
used to not having fans in the stands uh, when they're playing at home, so it's no big deal to them. Iowa is used to having you know, 70,000 fans going nuts and, and having a blast and cheering them on and supporting them. But they know we're going to all be supporting them at home um, and uh, wishing them the best. So go Hawks. Let's get a win. And we'll be talking again after the game tomorrow.